Why are you laughing? Because your plebeian rodent brain fell prey to the carnivorous hawk that is my mind. <gasps> you can't talk to me like that. Irregardless of what you think of me, I'm still your father. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, and we are going to have some fun tonight. The name of tonight's show is, <laughs> Why is a Raven Like a Drinking Game? Uh, and that's what we're doing. We're playing a little of the drinking game. I don't want to tease too much, but um, Why is a Raven Like a Drinking Game is actually a play on words. There was actually a line from Alice in Wonderland where somebody asked Alice, why is a raven like a writing desk? And I don't have a writing desk, but I do have a drinking game. And raven, we'll get into that as it all ties in together. But let's not waste a ton of time. Let's start right now, as you know we always do, with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Yes, yes. And of course, uh, there's a lot of things actually happening, a lot, and I want to go through them fairly quick because I want to get to my guest tonight. Um, I just came from the trolley rehearsal uh, for Scrooge and the Salem Christmas trolley. A uh, bunch of new cast members this year, which is actually really cool. Um, some new people, so they're trying out uh, uh, some different roles for Belle, which is the love interest of young Scrooge, um, Mrs. Cratchit. We run. We're running short on um, on uh, Bob Cratchit this year, which is very strange. Uh, yes, Ebby, yes, Ebenezer. So I had to rehearse some scenes tonight uh, to get everybody back on speed. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I've got the beard. Oh, I cannot wait to take it down. Um, but take it down to the sideburns. And this is a big thing. Uh, remember, I told you I alluded to something last week about maybe Scrooge branching out, kind of doing a little bit more. Well, uh, I actually uh, thought it would be a really cool idea. You know how Santa Claus is at the mall every year? And he's always there, and kids are loving him, and he's giving presents and sitting on my knee and tell me what you want for Christmas. It's, it's a really cool thing for kids. I thought, if Kringle can do it, why can't I? So... My lovely bride has, uh, upon uh, our consultation, um, our meeting, I guess, um, contacted the Liberty Tree Mall, and <laughs> Scrooge will be there at on Black Friday at 11.30, harassing people in line before the mall <laughs> opens up. 
Scrooge is doing personal appearance at the Liberty Tree Mall uh, Black Friday. Not only, yep, oh my God, yep, it's a big thing. So not only is Scrooge going to be opening Black Friday, but then he actually makes a comeback. He comes back at like 7 o'clock in the morning to the second wave of people, and I hope Santa's Village is open because you know he's going to walk right over to him and go, Hey, Kringle, Kringle, you get those kids to sit on your lap and they tell you what you want. I know what the parents want. No children. That's what they want. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's only um, an hour at uh, like 1130, 1230. And then it's going to be about an hour and a half from like 7 to 830 or so. So if you are up at that time, if you are shopping, uh, I I will be in full Scrooge regalia um, at the mall, at the square, at the square one, at the Liberty Tree Mall. And hopefully it'll go work. It'll go very well. I'm thinking it, it will. It's going to be fun. Uh, my wife is putting together a press release, so we're going to try to do that. So that's a big thing. That's kind of a big thing. Also, um, people are insane. I know, I know. So, of course, well, Scrooge is insane. That's why it's going to work out nice. He's going to be kind of harassing them in his own special way. Um, also, I've been working on this the past two days. As a matter of fact, last night, I didn't go to sleep until like 11, uh, well, it's like 1.30, quarter, 2 in the morning. I've been changing my website, updating my website, where now Radio Irregardless is now archived. The old shows, all the old shows from all last season are now up on my website, and you can go to markscalia.com, and there's a, a, the menu buttons. You can click Radio Irregardless, and just under that, you'll see another button that says Season 1. If you click that, it shows all the episodes and I've even you can even uh, copy and paste the RSS feed into iTunes, and you just say I want to start, you know, I want to look for a podcast, and now you can do it. So you don't even have to go to the website and download them all singularly. Um, you can actually download them just through iTunes, and it goes boom, boom, boom. They're all in my iTunes now. So that was a big thing because it took me a while to find the right fit, the right fit for me. Um, who am I shitting? I, I just, I didn't want to fucking pay for it. That's the thing. So that's up and running. Um, I did, however, want to mention this too. The weather's changing very completely. Um, for the first time, I think ever in recorded, uh, in recording history or our recorded history, the United States, every single state was below freezing today. Did you know that every single state in the lower 48 was below freezing? I mean, uh, you know, Alaska, I don't know, but on Hawaii, if it gets that cold in Hawaii, we're all fucked, uh, <laughs> probably. But every single state in the, in the continent of the United States, 40, the lower 48, they were all below freezing today. And that's not the half of it. Buffalo, New York, got schnookered. Yes, yeah, six feet. Buffalo got schnookered six feet of snow with two more to come. Um, and that's kind of a joke in itself. <laughs> You got six feet with two more to come. Bang, boom, bang, bang, bang. So if you're listening in Buffalo, you know, you shouldn't be. Get out there and fucking shovel. That's insane. It's just insane. And everybody's like, oh, it's so cold here. Fuck it. I don't care how cold it gets. I'll put the heat on. I know that national gas, the prices are going up. But I'd rather that than shovel six fucking feet of snow. What in the great Gatsby is going on in there. And it's lake effect snow, so it's not even like it's supposed to be there. It's just snow. The lake goes, hey, fuck, we want some snow, and it just happens. So we'll get ours plenty and soon enough, I'm sure. But hopefully it'll hold off for a while, and if we do get it, it'll be moderation. So 
And again, and, and this is another thing I want to get into, big, big, big news. And I actually, I found out it was happening last Wednesday and I didn't get a chance to put it on the show, but I don't know if you guys know this, we landed on a fucking comet. Do you know that? A fucking, let me just explain something to you. We've landed on Mars. It took us a while and it, it fucked up for a while, but we landed on Mars, which is a huge thing. And we've landed on the moon, which of course is a huge thing, but that's it. We haven't landed anywhere else, but to land on a comet, a fucking comet, it's like threading a needle on the back of a horse in a rainstorm. And we did it. And of course, that's like the hugest thing. But then everybody's bitching about one of these guys fucking shirts. They're like, oh, he's all in a, he's a misogynistic shirt. The fucking scientist. He's never. That's his that's his love life right there. He's been in, he's a fucking geek. He's a fucking, if you've got the time to figure out how to land on a fucking comet, you don't know what, what, a, you don't know what a boob tastes like. You can't even remember it. You just can't. You don't know what it's like to date a girl. You've got no protocol. So he's, he's wearing a misogynistic shirt, uh, you know, whatever. It's, it's, I don't care. And it was, it was artsy. It was like, you know, but that's not even the weirdest thing. The weirdest thing is they were getting noises from the comet. Did you know that? Did you hear all the, the noises from the comet? Here, let me, uh, oh, let me do this. Yeah, because I, I actually, I downloaded the, the noise from the comet. This is what it sounds like. This is exact transmission from the comet. And it's like the weirdest thing. Ten hours. Ten, ten hours of this comet. I see a lot of people, a lot of guys were harassing this comment on the streets of New York for a while, too. But this is amazing. This is transmission actually from the comment. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, American Eagle. That's, that sounds from outer space. <laughs> All right, I'm teasing. It doesn't. It's not really. I just overlaid the sounds of a comet with the woman who was walking down the street in New York for ten hours, and apparently she was getting verbal abuse by people saying she was pretty. Yeah, that happens to me all the fucking time. But you know, some I don't understand why people say that is misogynistic. A guy's shirt was misogynistic, and yet Kim Kardashian's fucking humongo ass is like fine to kind of display. You know, she sets back women. She's setting back women's rights like. Like 300, 400 years. Like, I would say at least 400 years. Maybe even six. I don't know. I'm not around. But that's what's happening in the Happening Now monologue. So I don't have a lot. Ain't nobody got time for that. So, <laughs> so speaking of ain't nobody got time for that, that was the Happening Now monologue. And before I get into this week of movie history, I did announce we are doing the Radio Irregardless drinking game. Now, these be the rules. So you can play at home because you can't play here because I'm here. Um, but my in-studio guest and I are playing that. So, of course, this is the fun part. Now, I can announce the rules without you having to drink because of the rules. These are the only three rules. You have to drink whenever someone says irregardless. That means if it's in a promo, that means if I say it, my guest says it, one of the you know the listeners can't chat in irregardless because it doesn't really work. But anytime that word is said, you have to drink. The second rule, you have to drink whenever... Me, the host, Mark Scalia, says the word fuck. 
Now, I didn't say it just then. I'm saying the rules. If I say it again, then it's a drink. And of course, you have to drink whenever you hear something funny. <laughs> so I may be saying the second rule a lot. So, but that's what we got. So feel free to play along at the Radio Irregardless drinking game. Yes, that counts. So everybody, everybody drink. Um, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to go right into this week in movie history. This week in movie history, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's Lord of Disney. That's what it is. Wee! All right. Uh, this week in movie history, in 1888, Lord Greystoke was born and adopted by Kayla the Ape. It was in Tarzan. 1955, a lot of things happening. Uh, Marty McFly travels through time again, this time to 1885. And that was Back to the Future Part 2. Uh, this week in movie history, 1993, Rebecca Warner returns home for Thanksgiving and her boyfriend proposes. That's a trick, but I'm going to let you sit on that for a while. This week in movie history, 1995, the press finds out that Sidney Ellen Wade spent the night at the White House. That's a trick you went to. I'll leave it with that one. 1996, James Cole goes to a party where he tries to get information about the virus from Jeffrey Goins. That's 12 monkeys. And also in 1996, John Spartan is cryogenically frozen after his encounter with Simon Phoenix. That would be Demolition Man. And the two that, you did, that uh, nobody's tagged in for, uh, let's see, Back to the Future Part 2, uh, Rebecca Warner returns home for Thanksgiving. That's Son-in-Law with Pauly Shore. And the press finds out that Sidney Allen Wade spent the night at the White House. That would be the American President. That's right, Mr. President. All right, you got enough of that. There, bump, bump, bump. There we go, and we're done with that. <laughs> and we're done with that. So, uh, we're moving fast. Yes, the American president Phil's got it. There you go. So I'll, I'll allow that one. I will allow that one. So because we do, we're moving fast, moving fast. Uh, I want to actually get to my uh, my guest. Uh, but before I do that, we're gonna play a quick game. It's not really a game. It's just something I like to play. Uh, it's called. Free sample remix it is new music created from old music. Play this record as frequently as possible. The free sample game. <laughs> That's how it goes. Where I play you a song that we all know and love, and you then find out that it's actually a song that you knew and loved. You might remember this was from the movie uh, Men in Black Three called Back in Time by Pitbull. This worldwide A reporting live. Yeah. Remember this? Oh yes, yes. You got a drink now. Yes. Anybody know the song? Yes. Now, this song, Back in Time, 2012, by Pitbull. But you can hear it right there. It's by a song from 1956 by Mickey and Sylvia called Love is Strange. And this is Love is Strange by Mickey and Sylvia, 1956. Now you know what it is. It's How Do You Call Your Lover Boy? I think, Come here, lover boy! <laughs> And, and it goes, baby. Whoa, whoa. Now, 
Now, of course, that's where he come from. Yes. So if you combine Back in Time by Pitbull and Love is Strange by Mickey and Sylvester, Milk, Mickey and Sylvia, you get Back in Strange. It's Mr. Worldwide, AGA, reporting live from Cape Canaveral, MK. I got, I got a drink because I said something funny. I was a DJ in a past life, I swear. Yeah, and that's how that one goes. All right, now, uh, speaking of 2012, this song actually came out in 2012, Good Feeling by Flo Rida. Do you remember this? Yes, that is Flo Rida, a Flo Rida <laughs> from 2012. Uh, good feeling. But maybe you don't know it. Maybe you don't know it. I'm about to educate you. I didn't know this. In 1962, a song was recorded, Something's Got a Hold on Me, by a wonderful woman uh, who you're going to recognize immediately as Etta James. Sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. Mind blown yet? Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> I get a feeling that I never, 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 never had before. No, no. Yeah. Makes you want to drink this song. Let's pick it up, Anna. Right Come on, baby. That, uh, ooh, I believe. Yeah. I really do believe that. That is badass, that song. <laughs> so when you take Good Feeling by Flo Rida and Something's Got a Hold on Me by Etta James, you get Something's Got a Good Feeling. <laughs> Yeah, and you can download any of those songs. They're just fantastic, and especially the Etta James one. Moving right along, you might remember this song. It's an oldie but a goodie. Back in 1980, uh, a band called Blondie came out with a song called Call Me. Do you remember this? Yeah. It's angry. That is Call Me by Blondie. But did you know that Blondie did not actually, they sampled that song. They lifted the whole friggin' thing from a band from the 1970s called The Foundation. 
I'm going to be a rich man. Hear it? Uh, you're listening? Stolen! going to work for a white man. There you go. So when you combine Call Me by Blondie and I'm going to be a rich man by the foundation, you get Call Me Rich Man. It's just angry. I just I just love it when it's angry. All right, there we go. I'm gonna hey, you know something? I, I felt bad because I'm like I'm like three songs in and I feel bad because I'm doing all the drinking, I'm doing talking. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna do it. I normally do this, but I got my in studio guest already, and he's like pouring me drinks because we're playing the drinking game. Jason Body, Jason, say hi to my listening audience if you would. Hello, everyone. Th- uh, hi, Mark. Thanks th- for having me on radio, regardless. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jason will be staying the night at the house tonight. <laughs> so, uh, d- how cool is that Eddie James song, though? Oh, that was great. That's awesome. That was great. Um, you maybe you, did you know this one? Well, my my sister actually said that Christina uh, uh, Christina Aguilera sang a song in burlesque. Um, but I'm gonna actually do the next song is actually featuring Christina Aguilera. Uh, <laughs> Pitbull actually Pitbull's known for sampling tons of shit. Um, he actually uh, had a song in 2013, "Feel This Moment." Do you know this? Feel this moment. Yeah. I've heard this. You know yeah, and it's featuring Christina Aguilar. But listen, see if you can guess the, the sample in here. Here we go. You got good ears. You'll hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed this on the air. Yeah, any of my listeners know it? You, does yeah, that sound familiar? It's aha. From 1985, yeah. Take, on, Take me. on Me. There you go. That's how this game is played. So when you combine Feel This Moment and Take On Me, you know what you get? What do you feel get? On Me. It's like I'm doing wine shots. <laughs> There it is. That's how that works. And of course, the last one, and I actually... Yeah, I just want to say, in Blondie's defense, it sounded like a really common blues riff to It me, probably you know, is. It so. probably is. But it's it's thought... It's Leonard Skinner... Uh, no, not Leonard Skinner. Um, Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. uh, supposedly s- stole songs as well. And there's another one. It's like, it's not really sampled per se, but mm-hmm. it sounds... It's like the same riff, but it's, yeah, it's the same bluesy kind of thing. Yeah. But I just, you know, I needed one more. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
You got maybe you know this one. This I actually like this song, "All Summer Long" by Kid Rock, two thousand seven. Oh, yeah. yep. see, see if you can under, see if you know all these ones. Oh, Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. What else? Did any of werewolf to London in there, is it? What do you think it is? Oh. Well, you got. Oh, what? Yeah, you got. Sorry. That's it. You got Sweet no, Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. I got you that. got Sweet That's Home it. Alabama. That was in 1978. But you were right. Warren Zevon, 1978. Werewolves of London. Werewolves of London. That's what I was hearing. That's yeah. it. So, you know, when you combine all summer long. Sweet Home Alabama and Werewolves of London. Do you know what you get? What do you get? Sweet Werewolves of Alabama. <laughs> she was 17 and she was far from in between. It was summertime in northern Michigan. I'm proud of this mix. How fucking smooth is that? Drink. Oh, it, it gets better. I love this. Yeah. Here comes the best part. Yes, the man was a DJ in a past life. That is free sample, everybody. And it's, uh, I'm glad we could play that. And again, I kind of tiffed it, but joining me in studio, my wonderful guest, uh, Jason Body, a friend of the show and a friend of mine. And we haven't we played poker a while ago. Did you win? I won. You win that. You win that. You win that next time. Win that fucking night, didn't you? Well, Jesse always tells me when I leave the house, just beat Mark. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I was the first one out. Were you, I, out, were you I, the first in that one? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. betting like a madman. You, de- you were dealing for us. I was dealing because I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I was just like, <laughs> move it on. Hey, before we go to break, I want to play something for you. Um, right. There's a, a quick game I, I played. It's um, <laughs> never ask a 14-year-old girl. And uh, do you happen to know any 14 year old I know, I know one. You I know, know one? one? Yeah. It would yeah. be your It'll daughter. Be body, it would be daughter. your daughter. And this is a game say, it's actually, technically, it's ask a 14-year-old. And uh, I, ladies and gentlemen, this is a quick thing, and then we're going to cut right to break. Um, let, me, let me just do this. Um, that gets you in trouble. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm all right. Don't you worry about nothing, cowboy. All right. Here we go. Oh, uh, where am I? No. And I just asked her a random question because, you know, they have that, you know, are you smarter than a fifth grader and that shit? Yeah. But I figured out, let's, let's, this would be a segment called Ask a 14-Year-Old Girl. This is Phoebe. Hello. This is Phoebe. And Phoebe, how old are you? 14. You're 14, so that works right with the show. It all makes <laughs> sense. Okay, it all makes sense. There, perfect. Now, here's the first one. What is the one thing in the world that you are most afraid of? I I don't know. Uh, probably change. I I mean, like spare change or like spare change. Okay. Difference. Difference. Anything. Gotcha. All right. Good. Here's the next one. It's a little easier. How would you pay Social Security to the baby boomers? Well, <laughs> sorry. It's just, um. That's a legitimate question. Yeah, this is legitimate. Yeah. Uh, this is actually really hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. And the most important question, where do you stand on climate change? 
Hmm. Uh, it's an issue that we need to fix, but it's something... It has to be done at some point. It's kind of... Are you going to do anything about it? I'll probably help out the ocean more more so. Like, How are you going to help out the ocean? Marine need cu- bi- oh, well, ocean life, I should say. Oh, like okay. Marine yeah, biology. If you're trying to help the ocean, stuff. it sounds like you're going to get a couple bucks so it can... You know, yeah, here, get something. here you go. Okay. What? I don't know. <laughs> I figured most of the answers would be I don't know. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking C-Sun Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane. Yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. At a wedding toast, he confessed to giving the bride chlamydia. People know him as that guy. He'll ask about your children at a urinal. He once approached an undercover officer for drugs in front of a police station. He is the most inappropriate man in the world. I don't often drink beer, but when I do, it's at an AA meeting. Stay thirsty, my friends. Hey, this is Ryan Gartley. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. I was on the show. Can you believe it? My wife farted the other night in bed, rolled over, and punched me in the head. This was slightly better. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And uh, in between, there was a couple of promos I had to drink every single time. And just so you know, my guest, uh, Mr. J- Mr. Jason Bade, um, the reason he is back, the first time you were here, mm-hmm. we did the drinking game, but we did wine with the wine you made yeah. from your home. It was, some of it was from the home and some of it was from the winery, but we hadn't opened the winery yet. Right. right? And now no. the winery's open. And I've actually put this in the uh, in the promo somewhere. Let me see. Where it is it? The name of the winery is, it's actually got a Facebook site. It's Raven Hollow, Raven Hollow Winery Yes. on Facebook. So if you guys check it out, I mean, you, you know, you're listening to the show. But certainly you can peruse the internet. Uh, you can be friends with them on Facebook. And certainly uh, tell them that Radio irregardless oh. <laughs> sent you there you sons of bitches and that's what we're actually doing we're actually drinking now what are the what's the wine that what we've been shooting like crazy well, what, do you, what do you think what does it taste like um this is is this the apple this is the apple see wine? i like yeah, this that's yeah apple wine. see i like apple and pear sometimes apple is too sweet but this is actually good this it's is- very cidery yeah, so this is made from apple cider. So uh, mm. the, the the winery is owned by Kaczynski Farms in Westfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Tell us all about yep. the winery, because I know in about 15 minutes we're going to be shellacked. <laughs> so it'll be like, so, the winery is a good place to drink. Yeah, well, you, you get information on our Facebook page. Like us on Facebook. We're at 436 Russellville Road in Westfield, Mass. Uh, we are open uh, to the public on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. You can come in and have tastings. You can buy a glass of wine. Uh 
you know, you can you can hang out. We make it a comfortable place. So. How's the uh, how's the wine priced? Oh, okay. So our fruit wines go for about eighteen dollars a bottle, and okay. we have a variety of um, of traditional grape wines uh, that go. They're a little bit more. They're between twenty and twenty four. Okay. That's actually pretty comparable. Like in yeah. Neshoba Valley, that's oh, that's yeah. actually what they're going for anyway. I mean, uh, now and you we guys have a good selection. I have ten wines right now that you can come down and try. No, and this is really. I mean, you know, I'm a I'm an apple guy. I like mm-hmm. cider and things like that. So this is really this is really good. So this this is uh, so we have we have an orchard uh, on the farm, and so all the apples that went into this were made right. Oh, there. they're all they're all local apples. They, they're like from right down the street. Nice. I mean, they're not even you know a quarter mile away. I got to make sure my wife doesn't yeah. come up and try something. <laughs> She's not allowed well, at the drinking game tonight. Well. Uh, <laughs> What I do is I, I make this wine drink though. It tastes it tastes a bit like cider, but yeah. it has it has a higher alcohol. It has the alcohol that you might expect from a regular white wine. And and how do you do that? Well, I add I add sweetness to it, so you can add sugar, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and it becomes an apple wine. You do that before you ferment it, and the yeast turn all of that sugar into alcohol. Did we? <laughs> oh, we <laughs> we had this discussion last time about yeast. Mm, you're right. We did. We did. <laughs> It was like I don't like. What's it? Don't drink. Totally contrived. Of what? Oh yeah. No, that was I. That was before. No, I was talking to him, so I can say radio, whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we're getting. We're yeah, getting, you're influencing like, your own oh, game here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Is, this is like consume. I just keep doing it. So you. This is the apple wine. So is yeah. in the order of wines that you started making. Uh, what order this has come out? Was this one of the first ones? This was or? the first wine. The very first that one. we made. Yeah, the very first wine. Why did you decide on apple wine? Uh, well, we have we have the apples, and it's a recipe that I've tried at home many times mm-hmm. that people have loved. And it's really um, good. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, and this year we're actually doing uh, cider, so I'm not going to add any sugar to, uh, to to some of the apples that we, we press this year. Oh, and that's and, a, that's the difference. The yeah. Diff- okay. Yeah, that's the difference. And, and so we'll make we'll make an apple cider that's, you know, uh, maybe lightly carbonated, something like you would be familiar with. Something else that I want to make is I want to combine uh, honey uh, with the, the apple wine and make oh. a product called Sizer. What is it's that? It's like a combination of mead and apple cider. Now, what is mead? Mead is wine made from, from honey. Honey, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I should I see that. I should know because I actually knew that from the movie Thirteenth Warrior. Oh, okay. When they drink mead and it's honey, it's essentially honey it's, wine. Mead, mead is great. Mead is uh, is the probably the first alcoholic beverage ever consumed by people. Um, it, it it's really it's really intertwined with uh, with history, uh, European history, honeymoon. Uh, it used to be the responsibility of the parents of both the bride and the groom to provide a month's worth of mead uh, to the family, to the to the new newlywed couple. Hence, honey and honey hence moon. moon. Yeah. So, so what the fuck? Oh, supply. what the fuck? That was oh my god! Uh, fertility uh, and uh, if and I wasn't drinking, children, that so, would have blew my fucking mind. So, so oh my god! So they would have basically drank a lot of honey and then you know got frisky and had kids. And so, so mead is considered you know it was like considered a fertility drug. Basically, and it, it was a good way to get your get your marriage started. Mead is the oldest wine now popular in Salem around October, as mm-hmm. Wiccan use it in their ceremonies. Well, well thank you, Wikipedia. My wife just popped something else. <laughs> like I'm like, this is like that was the coolest thing though, because I didn't know what honeymoon came from. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, oh no. Oh, I'm empty. <laughs> Remember now, I have to drive. No, no, you have to drive. No, no, no. You can stay. <laughs> you can stay. You, there's a couch downstairs for you. So, yeah, meat so, meat is on my list of things to make at the winery as so, well. So, but they're not making meat at the at the winery yet. Not yet. Okay, not yet, but we will. Yeah, 
Right now, I have to I have to empty some of these tanks I have. They're all full, and I have to put them in bottles, and then I can put more stuff in the tanks. Well, I, I could I could do a live remote from yeah. from Raven Hollow Vineyards. Come on by every time somebody you know just, breaks any of your rules. Yeah. I'm not going to say them because they'll get in trouble. <laughs> they have to stick their head under the nozzle and just pour oh, the wine right in their mouth. I would totally do that. You know, and I I find that as I get older, I can't drink as much. It's oh, the yeah. weirdest thing. That's probably a blessing, right? Well, for yeah, like yeah. if I have like I can have a beer or maybe two beers. But if I have like three or four drinks, mm-hmm. I feel terrible. Oh yeah. But I was kind of always like that. Like I wasn't a big drinker anyway. I mean, I would get, you know, when I was a kid, I would drink all the time. But wow, what wuss? Did you call me a wuss? <laughs> Who's Fuck that? you, Who called you a wuss, Brendan. Fuck oh, you, Brendan. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. That's for Brendan. Brent, that's that's <laughs> just for Brendan. Nobody else can drink. Fuck Brendan. Ready? Do it again, Brendan. Fuck, 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 fuck. Keep drinking, oh, Brendan. Oh, no. <laughs> Brendan. Brendan. Don't drive anywhere, Brendan. Brendan, now he's going he's gonna to text drunk. He'd be like, dude, dude. go down my backpack. I have, a, I have a breathalyzer down there. We could... <laughs> I'm going to get him so drunk. It looks like a cat's walking across his keyboard from texting. That's what I wanted to do. So the last time we spoke, the vineyard wasn't open. Yep. And it was, it was about to. I think that's why we. And it was May, I think. Was it? Yeah. So we opened in July. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't that far yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, so now we, you started with Apple because there's apples, apples on premises, which yeah. made complete sense. And what was the next one? You, the, <laughs> I'm not saying it like I want you to pour, start pouring the next one, but what was the next one that the vineyard started? Uh, the next one. So we're, we're actually just not to correct the host here, but we're a winery, not a vineyard, because we don't actually grow our own grapes. Right. So there's a little difference there. Right. But, but uh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Uh, no, oh, that's no. that's my fault. No. <laughs> that's no. That was mine. Oh, see, Brendan. <laughs> nice. Brendan told me now I got to drink. <laughs> we should have a sign assignments of the uh, thing. Like Santo is already drinking, so it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> and my sister's still there, so that's fine. I don't know if she's drinking. My sister's not a big drinker, not anymore. No, she can play along with water and then just have to pee mm. a lot. Yeah, you can do it. Water, winery versus vineyard. Oh, so yes. What is the difference? Oh, winery so, just uh, makes wine. A vineyard has to be grapes. a vineyard. You have to grow a certain percent. A certain percentage of your products have to be made by uh, grapes grown on your property. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what the percentage is. Probably like twenty percent of the product or something like that. But, but so, yeah, so you started with the apple. Yeah, then then we uh, we're also the farm is I, I believe the largest blueberry uh, producer in New England. And wow, um, see, I think I, when I think blueberries, I think New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, we have we grow a lot of blueberries there. He has over fifty acres. Um, how big is how big is this whole place? It's a pretty it's a pretty large farm, and and the wineries, you know, it's a part of it. It's next to their farm wow. stand. Yeah. So, um, so we 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 did blueberry wines, and I have uh, a couple different styles of blueberry wine. I didn't bring any blueberry today. I think that's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but think... right now, the blueberry we have for sale it's uh, it's it's a light bodied blueberry wine. It's light in color; you can see through it. Okay, you know, and uh, it's probably best enjoyed chilled. You know, was that one of the ones that you had last time? Yeah, or? I think we tried. We, we no, I think we might try a different one, and uh, one that I have similar to what'll be coming out uh, okay. in the next few months because I have some blueberries, uh, some blueberry wines that. We use more blueberries per gallon. And and um, what is your wine. what is your time? Like you're creating all the wines. Yeah, so I make all the wines. I make all the wines there. I'm their vintner. Vintner. I'm their vintner. It sounds yeah. like you're misspeaking. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm a vintner. Vintner. Yeah. Yeah, like a a, a like a, I I t- <laughs> it a vintner. A vintner. Yeah. And what? And that means you make wine. Duty makes wine. Duty. Yeah. <laughs> 
be, what, hold on. Now, I'm, you know, I got to turn my head because the, the, the mm-hmm. guests are having the, It's It's uh, winery versus vineyard. Kim is drinking tea because last week she was drinking wine. Was. Uh, yeah, see, because I have an early morning. No. Womp, womp. <laughs> and uh, Vintner, how Dickensian. Oh. Well, Vintner. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, irregular Bobby. I'll see you on the trolley. <laughs> oh, by the way, my schedule is up already if you guys want to. Uh, see, there's about, I think, about 50 tickets left uh, for that. Uh, and I'd love to see you guys on. And if you can't make it, come to Black come to Black Friday. <laughs> I'll be, you're not going to buy shit there. So uh, so uh, I lost my track of thought. So it was the blueberry wine. So it's apple and then the blueberry wine. Yes. Was the, was the, uh, the next. It was the second one. Was yeah. the second one that, the, that you, the vintner. That's right. <laughs> decided to make and i'm i'm telling you you got my head is still on mead i swear to god oh you gotta try some mead. i'm like oh my god i want mead now you gotta try some mead i want some mead <laughs> mead mead me wants mead <laughs> mead is wonderful mead is delicious uh it, it's it's the nectar of the gods i believe or that's uh <laughs> that's where the term came from <coughs> that's funny here why don't you give me your glass yeah and yeah. uh and we'll, yeah, we'll take uh, we'll take try care something of else that let's try here. something else Let's try yeah. some out. We're gonna have to go to commercial like every five minutes. <laughs> Are we rinsing? Oh, we're I'm rinsing. Just rinsing your glass. He's yeah. actually. This is a real procedure. We got little tables set up. We got two. Uh, these are tasting tasting glasses. Yeah, these are our tasting glasses. So they're 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 smaller wine glasses, not huge ones, but they're smaller ones. And uh, he set us up. He's got a little napkin. Uh, he's got it over his wrist. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's weird. Um, but he's got a little uh, water glass, and he's rinsing out the water. It's very cool. I I should have done this at a video podcast. I should have oh, set yeah, up. Sure. I just that's gonna come. That's gonna come. Well, we have we we do this. You can come to our winery, and you can do this. We we oh. give tastings at the winery. And again, oh wait, Cameron, put it. In, what's the winery? It's R- Raven Hollow Winery. No, no, I know. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, but the addressing. Oh, four thirty six Russellville Road in Westfield. In Westfield, yeah. And Westfield is not that far. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, you know, it's about an hour and a half on the pike from where we are. Right, now. but it's it's just uh, south of Springfield. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. that's not bad it's at all. Three on the pike, yeah. Right. Well, if you go into one of the other ones, it takes you like an hour and fifteen minutes to get to it anyway, because it's up four ninety five, down yeah. two, and flipping around. But at least this is a straight shot. Yeah, it's a pretty good shot. So, so it's not bad. I got tired of driving it, so I moved a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> so here, try this one. This this is our. Uh, give this a smell. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stick your nose in this one. Stick my nose in this one. Here you go. Oh my god! And I'm not a fan. I got. I got to tell you, I am. This is uh, strawberry. Yeah. And as some of some of my listeners know, strawberry is like one of the only fruits that I really do not like. Really? Because one, the seeds are on the outside, so it's a texture thing for me. Two, they're either too sweet or they're kind of sour. I never find the right balance. So strawberry is not my thing. Besides. uh, strawberry shortcake gave GI Joe a yeast infection. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is? G- okay, I don't know about this one. Strawberry shortcake gave GI Joe. <laughs> Who said that? I just did. Oh, okay. I just well, wrote that. that. that I just funny. wrote that. Everybody's gonna drink. That was funny. I won't say anything about my radio title. Ooh. Now that's interesting. So, what do you think of this one? It. It does taste like strawberries. Mm-hmm. You know, it tastes more like strawberries than wine. This one is very strawberry-y. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It really is. And uh, It's very strawberry-y. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with these fruits. Which is a real word. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Brendan, you got a drink because you got to laugh on that one. <laughs> I like the strawberry wine. It is really good dessert wine, not too. It's see, I don't know. Dessert wine to me is much sweeter than this. This isn't terribly sweet. This is probably my sweetest wine. Um, but I, I'm not a big fan of really sweet wines. I like dry wines yeah. personally. When I do fruit wine, the fruit, the wine ferments completely. It ferments all of the sugar that's in the wine that's mm-hmm. being. And so, unlike grape wine, which still has residual sugar at the end, which is why you still taste sweetness, you know? Right. But when these things ferment all the way to completion, they taste terrible when they come out. So, what you do is you add a little bit of that sweetness back. And, and, and so I'm very scientific about it. I, I lay them out and I try different concentrations of sugar. And when I did this one, this is where the like, balance, I got exactly what I want. Exactly. It brought out the best yeah. flavors that I could. And, uh, and it, otherwise it just wasn't right. And so, so this had to come out as sweet as it was. It was, well, it's, you know. it's weird. Like if I was going to, if, if I was, if there was somebody I was going to recommend a wine to, mm-hmm. and I would say, well, do you want to just drink some wine? This would be in because when I drink, I drink because I'm thirsty. Like I don't. <laughs> no, I do. Sure. Like if I have, <laughs> should be fruit wines served. Should the fruit wine be served colder? Karen wants to know. Yeah. So I think I think the strawberry wine is best served chilled. Yes. This is that. That's where what I think is perfect. Apple wine slightly chilled. Um, most of my clear wines, uh, I think, taste best chilled. We're going to try a little while, though, uh, a raspberry wine, and I, I like that at uh, room temperature. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we taste that after break, I think. <laughs> so so to get this, this, it's very, like to me, it almost doesn't taste like wine. It tastes like, and I hate to actually make the, the, the analogy, but it's it's like a, almost like a fruit drink. It tastes like a, like a fruit drink. It doesn't taste like wine. A fruit drink with some kick. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> well, they're they're different. They're different. The strawberry. You wine, know, normally when you taste wine, you can kind of taste the alcohol yeah. as well. You know, you're drinking wine. This tastes very much <clears throat> like you're drinking strawberries. The strawberry wine is very robust in flavor. It, it is. It has a lot of flavor. It has a great aroma to mm. it, and it's very fruity. I mean, it all comes from strawberries. And, yeah. Like and when so, you smell it, you can smell the you can smell exactly. the alcohol. Yeah. And, and so you know the difference. So with this one. This one just really popped. This one really popped mm. with flavor, and um, but some of the, but when you ferment fruit, you really don't know what you're going to get unless you've done it before. You know what what you're going to get with that fruit. Different flavors and characteristics come through after fermentation, and a lot of times you actually lose uh, the original flavor of the fruit. And when you get the fruit, if it's um, if the fruit is aged too much, does that make a difference too? Like when do you have to actually? You mean when you're about to ferment? Yeah, like if you have apples that are like slightly green, mostly red, or you have strawberries that still have a little green on them. A lot of when do you actually harvest the fruit? A lot of that depends on the flavor of the fruit. Um, so strawberries, I found, actually do fine even if they look like they're starting to go a little bit, like like they're you know, but they they also get softer, right? This is going so, bad. You better drink it. <laughs> no, they get softer and they're sweeter. They release a, a yeah. bit more sugars and. Um, Apples, one of the biggest problems with waiting too long for apples because we have cold storage on the farm. Worms. Is well no, no. not worms. <laughs> is they get they get grainy as they get a little bit older. You what know, do you mean? They, well, like uh the material, the apple texture changes. Oh yeah, a yeah. Over time, yeah. right? And you have like grainier apples. They get like stringy. Yeah, yeah. And, the, that, and what happens is that ends up kind of clogging my press. 
Yeah. And I get to me, pears do that. Like pears, like pears get, if they're right, then they're nice and solid, but then they go kind of, they get stringy and gushy or they get weird, like they clog. So they clog, they clog the press for you. Yeah. They clog my press and I get less (laughs) juice out and it's a real pain. Brendan's had that problem. (laughs) <laughs> where fruits clog his press and he can't get the juice out. So I mentioned, I mentioned. Fuck you, Brendan. No, just, <laughs> I don't mean actually do that. I mean, <clears throat> just drink. That's what I want to do. What so are you I'm, drinking tonight, Brendan? <laughs> we know that Kim's drinking tea. Uh, we don't know what Brendan's drinking. Uh, Jesse's probably tea or coffee. Phyllis, what are you drinking? And we have two guests, by the way. And if the guests want to chime in, certainly go for it. You're drinking wine? What kind of wine are you drinking? Is it strawberry? Because ours is better. I think one of those guests is my friend Lena. Really? Yeah. I almost brought her in with us, but she wanted to go to bed earlier. Oh, okay. Well, Well, so Lena's fun. She's a a wine person, too. She worked in a wine bar. She's Uh, not a sommelier? She's not a sommelier, but she knows a lot about wine. I know a lot of Somalis. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. We were, we were they will talking eat to some, or drink anything. Those we were people. talking to some guy actually. When I say talking to some guy, this this guy was actually kind of harassing Lena and very upset that I came upon them and interrupted. Really? Like, yeah, I think he thought I was I was blocking him. You know, in the cock fashion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he started telling us about how he'd seen some shit in Somalia. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even know the U.S. had ever, you know, oh yeah, gone and oh yeah, fought in Somalia. You know, I know yeah. we bring aid there. You know. No, no, AIDS is already there. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our second break uh, because I got to get some coffee. (laughs) And when we come back, we're going to play a very fun game with my guest, Jesse. uh, (laughs) That's my wife. That's your wife. It's Jason. Because you know what it is? I just switched screens. Jason Body of the Raven Hollow Winery. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage and songs were 9 out of 10. However, since 1993, modern-day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, Most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. We have made substantial progress, but we need your help. For just pennies a day, you can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. He used to be a very popular sax and even made it into concert halls in multiple countries and in dozens of songs. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America, because we can all use a little more sax. This is Katie Grady, and uh, Wednesday nights when there's nothing on Bravo, I listen to radio irregardless. Because when there's nothing on Bravo, there's nothing on TV. So I might as well be on the radio. Only by Bravo!
And you are back at Radio with Mark Scalia. <laughs> Got to slow down myself. Um, Karen, one of my listeners, asked a really good question. Which of your wines do you recommend for Thanksgiving type meal? Well, and you know, she actually thought it, uh, maybe the orange would be good. I don't know about the... You know, actually, maybe duck, the orange would. Maybe duck. the orange would because, you know, some of the spices like clove, you know, might really kind of go with this wine, with the orange wine, which we're about to try. We haven't tried that yet. <laughs> no, we haven't. Um, Thank God we haven't yet. I'm but I would say probably, as far as my fruit wines go, uh, I, I, I think my apple wine would probably be the best to have with Thanksgiving dinner, you know, with, with some turkey, and it's it's a nice, light You know, you know I, based wine. on the fact that we just had, you know what I should have done? I want to turn my microphone around. This is driving me nuts. <laughs> Because I, I got to turn my head oh, and talk to Jason. Now I can actually just talk, and then but then I got to turn it back to do the. No, fuck it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, son of a no. bitch! I just said it. No, I got to turn my mic because I was turning the mic. I, I actually I, I I'm like arching my back in a weird fashion um, so I could talk to Jason because he's sitting uh, to my left, which is very scary. Um, but I've had the apple mm -hmm. and. The apple and turkey actually, to me, makes a lot of sense. It, me too. Like yeah. with with the white meat, um, you know, because when you think when I think turkey, I think like um, cranberry or lighter type, like a crisp kind of thing. And the apple actually would be great. But now I'm going to try apple's a great fall flavor too. You know, it is and, especially yeah, in New England. My the, God, yeah. All right, now this is the orange. So this is orange wine, and this was an example that I I, I we were talking before about how when you ferment something. It really can change the characteristics of the fruit. This smells so different than an it's orange. Very different, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you were, to, if you didn't know what this was, and you tasted this wine, and you well, when you smell it, wine, it actually has a brandy type. It's very. It's funny because it doesn't taste like orange to me, but it has some characteristics similar to Grand Marnier, right? Which yeah, like it's very. Brandy. Yeah, it's yeah. like this. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, son <laughs> of a bitch! My wife just walked in. What do you? What do you want? Right here. Are Help you yourself. kidding me? Help yourself. This is what my listeners, you know, just kind of, you know. I, By the way, all listeners can just walk right into the studio whenever <laughs> you want. <laughs> when we do the drinking game, you have to do this. Oh, you know, some, since you're up here, you want to play? Oh, you can't because you can't hear the show. Right. Because we're wearing headphones. Just here. Drink. No, 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 no. So you don't get to play. <laughs> all right. What do you think of the orange? I haven't even sipped it yet. Thank you. Totally yeah. different than what I thought it was. It's, it's yeah, see, not I, I'm smelling like a like a brandy, like a sipping. Yeah. One of my customers said, "Oh, I have this orange wine. Uh, I'll bring you some of it." So she she saved you know the end of the bottle for me. Oh my god, in. this is it was nothing like mine. A lot of people have fruit wine. It's like candy. You think you think it's like candy? Is it that sweet? My friend. No, Lena no, no. This I mean, really no. I mean, too. it's it's got that. I don't think this is that sweet. No, I don't think it's sweet. It's just got that. Like I could. This is dangerous shit, man. <laughs> this is totally worth it. Oh, Kim said hi. Hi. Yeah, she's just in front of me. You know the difference? She's downstairs on the computer, Kim. It's not a, not a huge deal. Jiminy, crack coin. I really like, I really like this. Oh, thank you. This is, this is it's good. different, though, right? Now, can it's we... hard to compare this with another wine. I, I, I've i never it, had yeah. a wine like this before. No, I you know, like you know what it's got? It's got... Um, yeah. I would say it's... To me, it's got that... Let me see if I can actually describe it. It's got like a rich, almost like a like a Coke, like a Coca-Cola type, like a richness to it. You're comparing it. my wine to Coca-Cola? No, no, no. You know, like, you know when you drink Coke? If, if Coke wasn't carbonated and it wasn't as sweet, uh -huh. it's got that richness to it. Buttery. 
Is it butter? Because it's kind of full-bodied. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm okay. saying. It's like it's making me adversarial. <laughs> Fuckers. Ah, drink. Oh, no. Shut up, Kim. Kim, get a get a bottle of wine and finish it off because I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say the F word about 20 times. The next break, everybody come around to the liquor store, come back, and, <laughs> you know. But it's it's very good. When did you come up Thank with you. this one? This I came up with at home uh, originally, <laughs> a long time ago. Um, such a weird wine, but you know the thing is, I, you know I'm a scientist, right? Um, yeah, we did the so, PhD. Yeah, let's so do the promo. Yeah. I I think I think you can make wine out of anything, and I will experiment with anything. One time I made a persimmon beer. You know, it was one of the weirdest things okay. I've ever made. It was it was it was really strange. I mean, that doesn't really mean it was good, but, but like lentil but, brandy. So you know, the first time the first time I made orange wine. <laughs> I was walking. All right, that wasn't funny. You don't have to drink it that yeah, way. Yeah, lentil brandy. Nobody. Legume no. scotch. No. Peanut peanut butter wine. Yeah. Yeah, see, if I'm not funny, you're not yeah, going to. No, don't no. finish your story. You can make, I think you can make wine out of anything. And I was walking down. I used to walk through the frozen food section, and I would see uh, all the frozen foods you know, on the shelf mm-hmm. and think, oh, I bet I can make wine out of that. Are you leaving and, us, though? I'll come up for the And I saw... I saw Orange juice concentrate. And I just thought to myself, why don't I just pour some orange juice concentrate into a carboy, add some yeast, and make wine? And yeah. it worked great. It's really... No, it's it's got that really... It's like it's, a smooth brandy yeah. or a lighter brandy. Yeah, it's like a light... Like, you know, you drink brandy, you gotta go... <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> this, you don't. This is like... It's got that full... I like on a nice warm yeah. day. I love to just kind of sit outside and drink this on the porch yeah. of the winery. We have a porch in the summer. It's really nice. You can kind of just sit God, out there. And we even good. have rocking chairs. <clears throat> oh, the lentil. <laughs> Kim t- typed lentil brandy, and then she said, "Had to type to see what it looked like." <laughs> I dated lentil brandy. <laughs> she was not as attractive as her name sounds. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. See, Karen's like yeah. the food person. She's she's thinking about eating, and I'm like, this wine's fucking awesome. And she's like, this would be good for cheese if we had cheese. Fuck the cheese. Who wants to ruin it with food? I want to do I want to do a bunch of uh, of wines that are not made for drinking. So, like, I'd like to make an onion wine for cooking. Yeah, for cooking. I was actually thinking, could you you could cook with this one too? Oh, sure, I bet you could. There's a lot of things that go really well with orange and orange flavors and now that you've actually been drinking it for a little while the taste that sits in your mouth actually is a lot like orange yeah i think but you don't get that when you you got i'm telling you you guys have got a you got it and you can buy these online now right uh are you online yet we're 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 getting our website will be up actually any day now we haven't had a website until now i've been too busy making the wine okay uh we are able to sell online in Massachusetts, and I believe we're setting that up. We just have to make sure we're doing it legally. Um, and then after January 1st, uh, the laws in Massachusetts have changed so that we can actually sell wine uh, anywhere in the country that will let us. You you know, but the restriction's not here. You're the only one I know locally that's doing flavored wines like this. Like some places mm-hmm. do have an apple wine, you know, yeah. maybe a blueberry, but you guys are really stepping outside the box and doing like fruit flavors nobody else is doing. I have, I, yeah, I have a number of different fruit flavored wines, and I, like I said, I think you can make wine out of anything, and I just want to make some of the coolest wines in a, in addition to some that people. Yeah, might no, know for cooking and things like that. Yeah. It's like you never know. Maybe an onion wine might be interesting. Wine, to, yeah. Like a, an onion wine or a garlic yeah. wine might be interesting. To actually j- to drink. Well, you could taste it. Yeah, sure. Maybe you'll like it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to try it. We'll see what happens. Onion. Do you, 
Do you make elderberry wine? I do not make elderberry wine right now. And, and probably the main reason is just because I don't know anybody who commercially grows elderberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, the only elderberry I know is from Pawnee Python. Oh, yeah? You, your, your mother was a hamster, <laughs> and your father smelt of Edelberg. There you go. Brandon beat me to the punch. All right. You get the laugh. All right. Everybody's getting a laugh. You know something? We're moving uh, a little slower than I like, but we're going to play. Uh, if you notice the promo, uh, we're going to play a little <laughs> Sounds Like Sax to Me, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. This is where you, Jason, my listening, uh, my actual guest, right. get to compete directly with the listening audience online. I know how good these guys are. You too. know, you know. Yeah. And there are, let's see, there's Brendan, Karen, Jace, uh, Jesse, Phyllis, Kim, and then two guests. And of course, the guests, more than if you guys want, you can chime right in. Even though you're, you know, want to be anonymous, it means you're not signed in using a Facebook address, which is completely fine. Um, and if you're listening through my website, uh, you can actually, which there is one person listening on my website right now, and you know who you are. Uh, if you want to uh, actually chat with um, my guest and myself, you can click the listening box, and it will send you to my broadcast site, which is Mixler, dot com, and you can sign in using Facebook or a regular, oh, my listener is from Spain. Oh, wow. Of all places. Wow. Well, uh, I don't. I used to know. I know some. I can understand more Spanish and Italian than I can speak. So, um, thank you for uh, joining. Uh, but if you want to join, click and do all that stuff. So we got to move. Uh, so let's let's see. Let's see. Inked it on Facebook. All right, here we go. How was the quinoa salad? The quinoa salad was good. Uh, my sister made some quinoa salad. We had some Thanksgiving. I love with my quinoa family. salad. Phoebe, no, Jesse makes a great one. Too. It's uh, wasn't bad. Anyway, so this is um, Sounds Like Sax, where, Jason, you'll be competing with my listening audience, which are uh, seven of you. Uh, and you, they will, of course, you know the rules. We, yeah. We're talking. Like, we're in the studio, so our conversation I'm nervous. Is, I'm nervous. I'm in the hot seat now. You I'm are. Scared, I don't think we know. played the game last time. No, we played a different game. Played a different game? Yeah, I had, it was uh, people, five yelling things all in one i had to <laughs> answer which movie it was stop yelling I had at me. like only a second i played stop yelling i played stop yelling me last yeah. week i love that game i just love the intro knowing the game but i'm gonna play a saxophone solo and you have to guess the 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 artist okay. and the song the artist and, the song. and uh a lot of these songs let's see 80s uh 80s 80s 90s 80s 90s so they're all like when I was growing up. When you were growing up. Yeah. So you should know these songs because these are songs I know as well. And of course, you know, uh, Jason, bad sax is better than no sax at all. <laughs> really? No, don't laugh at that because then we have to drink. Oh, yeah. That's not funny, guys. You know what it is? Right, yeah. That was humorous, Brendan. It wasn't funny. It was humorous. You know what I'll do? I'll smell the wine. <laughs> no, I won't. Uh, but it was funny enough. So here we go. You're gonna get to play with uh, the, and of course, you know, if you get if you get it right, you get this. You know this game, sax man. And if you get it wrong, you get this. Okay, moving on. That's right. So here's the first song. Forty-five seconds worth of sax. Oh wow, long time. That's a lot. That's a lot. Of now sax. remember, you can just blurt it out, but they have to write it. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. If I tell you I know what it is, will you just turn it off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan's got nothing. It's tough. This one's tough. 
You may get it here. I'm stumped. I'll give you a hint. What would, how would you describe the absence of something or the absence of matter? The absence of matter? Yes. Empty space? Right. Which we'd call? Empty space? Right. With the, <laughs> but the, Karen got it. Karen got it. Yeah, vacuum. but who, who sang it though, Karen? A vacuum? A or vacuum. perhaps a void? A void. Right. Oh. And what was Juliet's boyfriend's name? Romeo. Right. So if you put them together? Void Romeo. No. <laughs> Romeo Void, A Girl in Trouble is a Temporary Thing. I would never have gotten that. Really? No. You wouldn't have got that? No, I don't think so. A girl in trouble is a temporary thing. I think I'm actually hearing this for the very first time right now. <laughs> this would have given it. But then that really? No. That was from like what, Karen? 82? Kim Santo never would have got it. Karen got it, which means Karen gets the... You know this game sacks, right. man. And Jason, you get... Oh. Okay, moving on! All right, so I got to get my scorecard out, because I always do this after... Oh, you session. actually do keep score. I do. I do, yes. So we got JB against LA. There we go. So LA's got one so far. Uh, this one you'll get. I know you get this one. What's it? Oh, my God. I was four in 1982, Kim said. Hmm. What the God, Jiminy Crickets. I was eight. I'm like twice Kim's age. You were four in 1982? I started high school in 82. Fuck. (laughs) Drink, Kim. (laughs) My God. All right, here's a second one. You'll get this one. This is 30 seconds. Brendan was seven. <laughs> I think the problem is I always turn the radio off when sax came on. All right, here we go. Here we go. Since nobody's got it, I'll give you a clue. This would be a super... Not, I'm sorry, not super. This would be the biggest whore we have. I'm scared to answer that. The biggest whore we have. <laughs> oh, Kim Kardashian. No. <laughs> Actually, uh, Karen got it. Would give a little bit uh, by Super Tramp. Oh. <laughs> Get it? The biggest whore we have. I didn't know Kim Kardashian played sex. She doesn't. <laughs> she does. Just, she just blows out her ass. That's what she does. So I avoid saxophones at all costs. Yeah. That's what she <laughs> Listening audience. I think that's why we're married. I think I'm going to lose this game. Listening audience yeah. is two versus nothing. Uh, the listening audience should be glad that I'm not on their side this time. Really? We get any of this. We're yeah. drinking more than they are anyway. <laughs> this one is 20 seconds, real close. Okay. I even let some of the singing in. Yeah, it's that Tina Turner song. Yes, it's Tina Turner. Yeah. And what is it? Uh, something about a hero. What about it? Uh, it was featured in Mad Max. Yeah. Beyond yeah, Thunderdome. That's the only reason I know this sax right. song. She was in the Mad Max. Movie. Kim Santo just Beyond buried Thund- you. Yeah. She just buried you. We don't need another hero. But she's younger and has a better memory. <laughs> we don't need another hero. <laughs> All right. That's, 
That's enough of that squealing. <laughs> All right. Karen's going to get this faster than anybody. I almost guarantee you. But I'll give you a hint. They actually have a really cool Christmas song out that's very non-Christmassy. Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the group. And I'm going to, Karen's going to get Non-Christmassy? It right. Brendan was a furred. First. Oh, Brendan was first. Oh, I didn't know. I think they're drinking more than we so are. So Brendan buried me. It wasn't Kim. Oh, Brendan Berry. Yeah. We should nickname him that. Brendan Berry? Brendan Berry. <laughs> Let's make a Brendan Berry wine. Let's put him in a press. <laughs> no. No, it's not you two. Here he comes. This is only 18 seconds. Give it to you. And giving it to you. By who? No. Kim Santo. (laughs) Banana Rama. It's Banana Rama. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. No, it's not Banana Rama. I don't know. You got I Know What Boys Like before anybody, but Kim Santo got The Waitresses. Oh, see, I wouldn't. I I know what boys like. I know what guys want. I know what boys like. I may have to split that. Oh, there you go. I may have to split that. First time ever, I'm splitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we're gonna split that. I just actually love the waitresses. I you should really have don't. violin music in here too. Maybe sax and violins. <laughs> drink. Yeah, well, that just, wasn't that fun. I'm not it wasn't, drink. but I'm gonna say fuck in a minute. Right, so a you get a drink. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jesse said, "Shut up." What is this? I was listening to Christmas Christmas rapping. Yes, it's that Christmas song. She goes, "It's da 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 da." It's Christmas time. It's this year. Anyway, that was just like on the radio. It was no violence on this radio. Oh my god! Now the listeners see what you did. See what you did. You plant the seed in these people. You fucking run with it. Puns. Oh god! I said fuck. I never got drunk of an orange before. Good for you. There you go. Orange, you glad I said fuck. Aren't you glad I made wine? Yeah, yes. All right. So uh, let's see. No, fine. Let's see. In the last three one, guests now. Yeah, three. Yeah, there's three oh. three guests and uh, five regular listeners. Wow. Or irregulars. <laughs> this one's easy. You're gonna get this one. Twenty one seconds. Phyllis said it was St. Elmo's. No. No, it wasn't St. Elmo's Fire, was that it? Was, it went, went not St. Tickle Me Elmo's. Hmm. It was, uh, she did a lot of work with Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks is correct. And the she song plays is, the sax? Yeah, and what are you doing to me right now? What are you doing to me right now? I'm talking with you. No, you're talking. To you. Talk to me! Oh, hey. I got that without any prompting. <laughs> I totally knew that one. That's it. That's Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks talked to me. What is now? What is this conversation I have to read? Um, St. Emil's. Any exit song of the late? Any exit song at the end of the movies in the eighties? Uh, Phil, uh, Phyllis wrote "Fire." LOL, Jesse. Thank you. LOL. Aggravating. They just randomly just type shit. I don't even know what's going on. 
It is. It sounds like every song of the Eddie. So I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have a. Um, we're gonna go into our next wine. Oh yes. And uh, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back. We're gonna um, figure out what the next wine is. And um, yes, lentil brandy. <laughs> I said brandy. Oh, you know. Oh my God, that's a good sound. Oh, you know what I didn't do? Oh, I meant to do it. I meant to play. When we actually, when we come back from break, I'll play it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Ebenezer Scrooge. And if you're visiting Salem this holiday season, then come in and see me and Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, presented by the Salem Trolley and the Griffin Theater. This humorous interactive performance reanimates the Dickens classic. Experience a Christmas carol with a twist on the Salem trolley as the holiday tale is brought to life. Tickets are on sale now. Go to SalemTrolley.com and click the special tours link. This is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you all a humbug. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and we had just some really funny (laughs) off-air stuff. He just poured a new wine, and I, I gave it kind of a back, a left-handed compliment. And he went, "Yeah, you know, uh, I won't exactly tell people that what, what you just said." <laughs> so it was very funny, but I forgot because it's the drinking game. I was supposed to play the sounds of the drinking game, which are brand new. Would you like a drink? Yeah, yeah, I would. Can I buy you a drink? Yeah, you may. <laughs> Let's do a little drinking, shall we? Oh, by the way, um, buy you a drink. It's a four to two. You lost four to four two. Four to two. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for giving me those two. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I split one Thank on you. you. <laughs> I split one on you. There we go. A little drinking. Yeah. All right. So you want to try this one? I do. I want to try this one. Okay. So, uh, well, you 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 uh, you just smelled it. I did. Uh, what do, what do you think this is? I I don't know. I couldn't even. Probably familiar to you though, in some way, right? I mean, it's got. Let's see. Let me think about it. I'll give you a hint. You gave me a hint in the game. Think tropical island. I was gonna say, you know what? It's it smells like when you first open a can of pineapple and you smell it directly. There you go. It's no shit. This is pineapple wine. Wow. Yeah. I grew up in Hawaii. You know, uh, part of when I was growing up and. I had pineapple wine there once. Oh my god, that is good. And I had to make a pineapple wine. Oh, the wife, the wife's going to come up any second now. Oh yeah, yeah she's going to. This gonna, is a good one. Oh my god, this is probably wow. this is this, not probably this is definitely one of my 
one of my top wines. Now you, wine. you like Karen said, you're using different like apple wine. Mm-hmm. They're starting to do blueberry wine. They've been doing for a while, but orange wine. Yeah. I've never heard of orange wine. Pineapple wine. Never heard of it. Are you like doing things that nobody else is doing? Absolutely. I mean, I mean. People are making so there's a winery in Hawaii that makes a pineapple oh, well, wine. Oh, sure. You know, I've yeah. heard there's a winery in Florida that makes pineapple wine. I know orange wine has been found there, but there's really only a handful of wineries around the country that are making these wines. And right, unless the fruit is dedicated to that region. Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, we I, I can go get frozen, you know, product to make any of these things, right. more or less. Um, and you know, we make it locally, which. You know, a lot of people like, but uh, but yeah, unfortunately, we just can't grow the pineapple in our greenhouses. <laughs> <laughs> Wish it could, you know. But uh, but yeah, I like to do things that are you know completely different, you know, kind of unique. For oh the, my god, for the it's area. so good! I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in Massachusetts making a pineapple wine. Yeah, I think you, you know? are, yeah. and I love the logo too. The logo is just super oh, sweet. You. Yeah, it's just so sweet. A little dark. It's a raven and a. In a, in a, it's a silhouette of a raven in a, in a tree. Yeah, it, is it, at, at, and that's the moon in, in the winter or in fall. Yeah, yeah. It's like stark. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's when you really want to be. And speaking of drinking, and speaking of stark, um, I've actually teased this on the show a bunch of times. I'm doing the Salem Comedy Festival coming up, and originally oh, yeah. we were we were shooting for um, <clears throat> September of 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after we had a, a meeting with, um, with some of the, the board and the, some of the people who travel, uh, Salem board of tourism and some of the, uh, city, uh, city facilitators and things like that. Um, they said that Salem has a festival almost every single month. A lot of people don't even know that. There's a lot happening. They have Salem. a film festival. <clears throat> they've got, uh, they've got, uh, they've got film. They got, uh, hundreds of different things. They, you know, spice festivals and, and Halloween. It's just craziness. Um, but because I'm doing the, the comedy festival, they were like, oh, it's a good idea. But my thing has always been, Salem is not a comedy town. It's a city that can do comedy. But yeah. it can't support like Boston or something like that where you can do a once a week or something like that. So we're actually toying with the idea, and my listeners will really enjoy this. We're thinking about doing a Lift Your Spirits comedy festival, which combines not only wine, mm-hmm. but Alcohol, brandy, whiskey, wine, and spirits, and spirits, spirits. Yeah, yeah. and comedy. So, and we're doing it probably January because what better month would it be to drink than, <laughs> than the dead of winter for fucking New England? Uh, so that's what we're thinking about doing, and it's probably going to shoot off about 2016. But based on the stuff that we're you know we're imbibing here, um, I would love to 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 get part of that on board. You know, oh, be yeah. one of the sponsors. Get more people to know about the uh, winery and everything. We should definitely talk. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll have a, a much larger inventory then. You know, and we're trying to branch. Oh out my god, and sell, too. Sell right now. Uh, and I mean, yeah. and you know, we could. You know, there's all kinds of different things. It's just not wine, but then we could work with the bartenders mm-hmm. and do wine cocktails, which is a mixology thing, especially with your fruit. Well, my, my friend Lena, for instance, she thinks the strawberry wine is way too sweet for her palate, um, and she mixed it. Uh, to, she made a spritzer. A strawberry wine spritzer said it was really good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I could really, I that I could say. Oh my god, the pineapple is so good. I have a little pineapple. Oh, 
You can hear that pineapple. <laughs> it's so good. This show is only so Imagine this like sparkling. Hour. Imagine this as a sparkling wine. A I pineapple can't. Wine. I just can't. It would be so good. I just cannot. Uh, where are we going with this? Let's see. I, mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta actually keep on board. An hour and a twenty-four minutes. Why really? Oh wow! I, oh, I was, yeah, I, the clock. The clock. I said to you, I'm like, oh, the show's gonna go like ten ten. I'm trying to do tidy shows, and I'm like, no, <laughs> nobody goes drinking. So Jason, I always do this, and I don't think I don't know if we've done this before, but um, I don't know if I did the best, worst, and first with you. No, no, you've never done that. Never wow, done I the best. Yeah. So because you have a you have a huge your your resume is just you know C V <laughs> now they call it. I don't know the kids today. Um, but you make wine, mm-hmm. you teach, mm-hmm. you have a degree, PhD. Yeah, yeah I have a PhD. You have a PhD yeah. in uh, in bi- biology, cell biology. Cell biology. Cell biology. Um, you had dabbled in acting for a while. Yeah, yeah, that got yeah. me up here. So you got yeah. a huge resume, just a whole bunch of things. So why will we enjoy, I'll tell you what, why we enjoy, because we only have one more wine left, Yeah, right? we only have one more. Thank only God, Jesus, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> There's no way. And my wife did not come back up, which is amazing. She's probably doing work or whatever. Maybe she hates pineapples. Maybe she, she's got an aversion of pineapples, <laughs> I don't know. But I'll tell you what, go through your... Your best, worst, and first mm. of your professional. We will go professional okay. life because okay. I never ask anybody personal questions like that. That's crazy. Well, what was the worst time in your life? Well, let's see. When I was nine. You know, I'm just a <laughs> fucking asshole. It's, it's not Dr. Phil. Uh, so professionally, you've done quite a bit. So yeah. what would you say is your... We're going to have to combine a little bit. What was your best first your best, best first. First. Wow. My was it when first. you got your degree? Was it when oh, you started no, that school? Was when just you started. terrifying and horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, no, my best first. You know, I, I got to say, I don't think. Uh, so, first, so if you're saying first, and I guess of all those things that we talked about, probably my first, you know, passion was when I was in high school. I really, I really loved acting. And so, you know, uh, now it's funny. I, I don't enjoy it at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So straight. What but, what changed? Uh, what changed? I, I don't know. I guess I got quieter and smarter or something. I, I just I don't I don't like to. I don't like to display myself. Uh, the fuck you know, did that public. mean? I became more private over time. You know, I got uh, quieter and smarter. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, Lento brandy. I get but, two words. You know, but I'm, I'm uh, you know I don't know if it weren't for the acting, I wouldn't have met my wife, and and uh, and I ended up, ended up here in oh. the Northeast. So you know that was good. Oh. Uh, but um. That's only with three drinks that I'm good for him. Yeah, no. so what was that? That was, that was first. That's first. Right? That was first. Best. What's your best, best professional best. moment? Uh, best, you know, um, probably giving a wine to somebody at the winery and having them say something like, oh, my God, I've never had a wine like this before. Or, you know, just this week somebody told me that this was the best apple wine they've ever had. Are you doing the tastings you know? at the wine? Yeah. You, well, we have somebody who helps us with that as well. Okay. Uh, this wonderful person named Melanie who who uh, who does a lot of great work at the winery. Um, and then, yeah, and then when we're busy or, or if somebody wants to talk to me, they just ask for the vintner and I come out and I give them a tasting, you know, right there. Um, vintner. Yeah. You have any yeah. yeast on you, Vintner? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> so yeah, so just like just this week, I was giving was, a tasting to. What Atkins did you write? Farms. Weed. What? Jesse just wrote weed. I don't know. I don't understand. You have to write in cohesive sentence. <laughs> I have a guest called Falcor. How cool is that? You have a guest called Falcor. Falcor. Wow. Why did Why does only me and Brendan get that reference? Great name, but I don't. I don't you don't get the reference that. from Falcor. Never ending story. 
Oh, I never liked that. When I was a kid, Falco I didn't was the giant was the giant dog dragon oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Brendan got it. Falcor, yeah. Even Kim got it. Kim was like two years old when that movie came out. Unbelievable. Here, have, have some. Uh, finish, he was Electric Dragon. Finish your orange wine. So oh, I finish. Can pour you a new one. No, this is my pineapple. Or your pineapple wine. See, I'm sorry. keeping track yeah. of my stuff. There you go. Keeping track. Well, Falcor, thanks for joining us. I can tell you what the worst was, though. Mm. The worst. What's the worst? One time I had to give a lecture uh, for, um, you know, my students, and uh, and it was my first semester teaching. The class had about two hundred and forty students in it, Jesus. and uh, and I, you know, I, I had to, I drove in really early mm-hmm. and I was going over all my things, and I wasn't really feeling too great that morning, but uh, but I really just started feeling worse as time went on. <laughs> but I was like, no, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. And I went in. The class is an hour and twenty minutes long. And about 15 minutes into my lecture, I just start like feeling like the room is spinning. No. And, like I can't stand up here in front of these people anymore. So I quickly just said a few more things and then said, okay, that's it. You guys can go. And I look up at the clock and it's been 15 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> I comes, but I just, I just, I just, I couldn't keep going. I was, oh my I was going to pass out there, you know? And, and anyway, and I, I was reading some of my, uh, my student reviews. <laughs> and, and a lot of them it's mentioned the 15 minute class best like lecture like, ever like like one student <laughs> said one student said like i actually pay for this <laughs> like like i pay to go to school here and i expect a lecture of more than 15 minutes no oh yeah yeah i felt terrible but you know what was i gonna do is pass out in front of well, me yeah you felt you bad know? well yeah. not only did you feel bad you felt bad oh oops sorry i poured a little too much for you there yeah like that's gonna be a problem <laughs> this okay all right. Now this is our last wine, thank God. And that is it. I noticed that bottle's a little taller. The bottle's a little taller. Same same volume though. Why is that? Uh, it's it's maybe like a little bit thinner. They're both seven hundred fifty mil bottles. Right, but why would you make a bottle taller? Um, this wine I thought looked better in a in a in a in a green bottle instead of a clear bottle. And they only have that size bottles. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I got. It's like an inch higher. Yeah, it's a little bit higher. It's just you know it's interesting. I have to adjust. Oh, did my you get too, no? So. Did you get to did you get to choose the bottles and the one and the? Uh, so yeah. you did all that too. Uh, well, we you know I just I know some people in the business who I can buy wholesale from, and I just said I want some green bottles, and that's what they sent me. And it just so happens that 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 it was a little bit taller, yeah. Than, all right, than the clear bottles that they have. All right, now what? Okay. Yeah. So now this is the this is the room temperature red. Yeah, so this is this is a, a redder wine. I love the color in this wine. And look how clear that is. That's clear for a wine that I didn't even um filter. It's a great color. So I love the color of this wine. And and this one you can just tell right away what fruit this is when you smell it. I, you've you've already, you know, uh, seen this downstairs, but Yes. But it smells just like raspberries. It's raspberries. Yeah. You can lick the raspberries. They taste like yeah. raspberries. The snozberries yeah. taste like snozberries. <laughs> and it's funny because when you said, when we were talking before about whether this wine, like the strawberry, tastes just like strawberries or whether the orange tastes like something completely different. Yeah. This is one of those wines that just really holds on to the, the real characteristic fruit aromas and, uh, and, and notes when you taste it. Oh, speaking of... Um, Snozberries and uh, sneak no in mm. the Willy Wonka thing. I had to play this because I never get to I never get to play this because my guests have been winning. But you, my <laughs> friend, you, my friend, your guests have been winning lately. I noticed that last week. You get nothing. This is the you get nothing remix. 
good. Well, it's different when you're actually sitting in the studio. Yeah, I mean, they have Google. <laughs> what, what do you mean they? You're one of them. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm in the studio. I'm in the in studio, front of my computer. Right. You're one of the guests now. Yeah. But actually, Kim has been a guest. Uh, Brendan's yeah. been a guest. Uh, Jesse's been a, actually all my listeners have been guests. I'm running out. I'm running out of. I'm running out of people. What happened? All my my sisters. Everybody jumped. Well, ship. it's getting late. Oh, you bunch yeah. of babies. <laughs> bunch of babies. All right. So I have not. I've been smelling this. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. What do you think of this one? Mm, it smells good. And again, I'm not a big berry guy. Like at blueberries, I'm not a fan of blue, like blueberries and blueberry muffins are good, mm-hmm. but I don't like regular blueberries. I'm really proud of this. I don't this like one. muffin. I, I don't like, like this. I don't one like berries. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's not what I expected. That's one, really good. This one has some hardcore flavor to it, some real yeah. raspberry characteristics. I it's, mean, this, this one actually it, it does remind me a lot of raspberry juice. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. This your wine's dangerous. <laughs> it's like a dangerous. Yeah, we have to exercise good judgment. When Jesus, fruitcake, so. Christ! What? The, what? Don't take the Lord's name and fruit. Well, it's because they're playing your game, Mark, and it's 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 oh. like what ten thirty? Yeah, so ten thirty. They, they, they've probably had about twenty shots already. Well, I don't know if they, if they're playing the way I'm playing, it works out nice. Actually, you know, so we probably should wrap the show. Uh, it's been going about an hour and a half, which is a little long, even for the podcast. So um, I will do this. Jason and I are going to be uh, wrapping up uh, here. But now tell us, uh, where's the where's the future, the next few uh, few weeks going on? You got the uh, website up yep. and running? Yeah, so we've, we've had a really active summer. Uh, we've had a great season. Uh, the winery is, you know, we have, uh, we have it's, it's really, we're trying to make it a great place for you to just come and hang out. And right. so we have this long porch that has uh, a bunch of uh, tables and some rocking chairs uh, where you can just kind of sit out on the porch. Not now, it's yep. freezing now, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, in the spring and in the summer. And then um, during that season, during the warm season, we have uh, an event space set up in the back. So because we're on a few acres. And, uh, and every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we have music. So Oh, my God. Every, sounds cool. Yeah, every Sunday from 2 to 4, we have jazz. We get a, a live jazz band that comes out there and plays. Uh, Friday evening, we usually have a, a you know a solo artist you know playing guitar or something like that. And then Saturdays we have a bigger band uh, that comes out and we, oh, we so change. Them not only is this a, a nice winery, it's yeah. it's going to be like a you know what's oh. what's the world a, a place to go or what's the, what's the... yeah it's a happening spot. We're uh, right. Yeah. No destination. A destination. A destination. A destination. Destination. Um, and what we do is is under our in our concert space in our little pavilion that we have out back. Uh, we set up another bar out there, and you can sit out there. We have picnic tables. You can sit out. You can buy food. Sometimes we make burgers, um, you know, and uh, and you can bring your so own. It's food like hanging out. Yeah. So you, you can, can buy out, a bottle out. of wine. Just you sit can, there. You can buy a bottle of wine. We'll give you a couple glasses, and you can just sit out there and enjoy some wine outside. Oh my god, that yeah. sounds so fun. We really try to make it a place that you want to come hang out. And well, the uh, times that you know, Karen and I have gone to another vineyard, mm-hmm. um, which will remain whatever. <laughs> Um, it is one of those things. You go there at like you know eleven thirty mm-hmm. noon, uh, and you just go for the tasting, and it's a lot of fun. And then you want to stay and have a drink or uh, you know have a meal or something. But they have a restaurant next door. But oh, yeah. every time we go, it's always closed. But this sounds like a, you know a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. We you know you can buy a we'll we'll, we'll sell you know little cheese platters for you. Yeah. Uh, to hang out. We are actually open during the winter. A lot of the wineries in the area close up over the winter, but I have to be there making the wine anyway. So if somebody wants to come in, I'm there, you know. Uh, so we're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday right now, now. Now, based on the two visits that you've been here to mm-hmm. radio, irregardless 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll just do one more. Okay. Based on the two visits, I would love to like unofficially have Raven Hollow Winery the the unofficial sponsor. The unofficial sponsor. The unofficial, radio, yeah. regardless. Yeah, the yeah, unofficial sponsor. I think we can do that, Mark. That Absolutely. would be yes, because yeah. nobody's gonna <laughs> if it's unofficial. Fuck radio, it. regardless, sponsored by Raven Hollow Winery. Yeah, it's, oh my god, I totally do it. But no, I mean, I'd love to cut a promo or something like that. Um, that would be fun. I'd love to do that and just advertise. Yeah, absolutely. You know, on the show um, as just part of it. Um, because it, you know, the wines are really good, and I mean, it's Thank not, you. it's not that we've had, you know, because we've been sampling. It's not like yeah. we're, we're cocked out. I mean, we um, have five empty bottles here. But, the, you know, yeah, we, well, four. We just started oh, on yeah, this like, one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've been sampling, and not even a lot, like like sipping, mm-hmm. not even a, a full glass. And these are tiny little glasses, anyway. At least I consider them tiny. I'd be like, where's, <laughs> where's my fucking glass? Um, but no, I would love to cut together a promo and, and, and give you more airtime. And, uh, you know, with my listening audience growing and now with, with the archive shows up and I'm constantly trying to PR and everything. But I'd love to, when you get up and running your website and all that, I'd love to cut together some kind of promo or something like that. It would be great. That would be super cool. So, yeah. But Jason, hey, man, thank, thanks for coming in again and, and, and trying all the wares and, and just really interesting. So remember, it's the orange, the apple, the pineapple. Yeah. The raspberry, strawberry, and the strawberry. That's yeah. with those are the five. And ones. we have five more at the winery. What are the other I, five? I didn't bring all ten. Uh, we have a blueberry that we talked about, but we right. didn't sample. Right. Um, I, I think have we more, sampled that last time. I have different blueberries coming uh, down the line. Okay. Uh, we have uh, for the, some of the more traditional wines for people who might not you know want fruit wines coming in. So we have a Chardonnay, mm-hmm. uh, a Shiraz, oh. a Merlot. And no, Brendan, we went through that. There is no Snozberry. <laughs> And we have a petite verdot as well, oh. and that's a, that's a grape variety most people haven't heard of. It's often used in blending in other red wine varieties, but I really mm. like the flavor of this one, and so I did. See, I love Shiraz, man. Yeah. I, I would. Oh, our Shiraz is to die for. It's really. I, good. That's yeah. what I would do. I would yeah. sample this. Shiraz. I really try to put more of the focus, you know, when I'm when I'm out talking to people on the fruit wines, because the truth is, when you get when you get grapes. You crush those grapes, and either you put them in a barrel or you don't put them in a barrel, and then you separate the skins from the juice, right. and then you get what you get, right? Right, and you have some, you know, skill in there as far as what kind of yeast you use or or how long you let it sit on the skin. But most wines taste very similar. But, well, the truth is, there, there's not a whole lot I can do to make this a better or a worse wine outside of quality control. Right. You know, keeping air out, bottling it with a good quality cork or something like that. Uh, but my fruit wines, each of these fruit wines takes a lot of work, like more work than a regular, you know, grape wine. Is there take, any so. is there any fruit you're doing that is exclusive, like completely exclusive? Mm-hmm. Like, I you know, we talked about the pineapple because Hawaii does it because they have pineapples yeah. in Florida. But um, is there anything that you're doing exclusive that nobody else is doing? I have one uh, that's in the works, but All it's right. not Don't tip it. ready yet. Don't tip um, it. No, we, we can, you know, we can say what it is. Uh, you've had it. It's banana wine. Oh, the banana wine. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah. So I'm making I'm making a banana wine. I thought you were going to tell me it was a um, a legume, a legume, <laughs> a legume brandy. No, lint- but we have some we have some others to look out it? for. Lentil, have, uh, lentil, 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 lentil brandy. We have some others though to look out for. Um, I have a strawberry rhubarb wine coming in the in in the mix. Uh, well, if you can make wine. a str- if you can make a rhubarb pie, oh and yeah, make it sweet. Yeah. I would imagine. And rhubarb wine on its own is really good. I just wasn't able to get enough rhubarbs this uh, this season. I have peach wine that'll be uh, be coming out uh, down the line. I think we tried some of the Did peach we try that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I might peach have wine that we did. Yep. With me. Um, and a bunch of blueberry wine coming. Um, 
and and then some other you know grape wines. Oh my god, so looking we got forward a lot to of wine. Looking forward wine, to definitely. the spring, man. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time because when when all this frost and shit cracks out, and hopefully we'll have a quick we'll have a quick winter. I hope so. I think it's gonna be cold, but I think it's gonna be quick. Yeah, I hope so. I think mid February we're gonna warm up. Well, I'm you know because I, I mean not, what I'm is not it? built for the winter. You know, I'm, I right. don't want to be around here. But we're mid November. And it's and now it's cold. And it's not that bad even. No, and it, you know. well, it's well now we got a deep freeze. It's like thirty degrees. But I mean at, at forty, you know, at mid November to be this cold, yeah, it's not bad. No. And it's gonna go up again. But you know, you know, we only had a little bit of dusting. We haven't had a little, <clears throat> you know, the S word. Well, I, I moved I moved into I moved into Vermont recently. Yeah, and I hear it's it's a little worse once you cross over there. So because of the lesbians, we'll see, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe. I'm sorry. I meant Subarus. Uh, <laughs> which, yeah, well, me know. and my Toyota Yaris are a little worried really? about all that snow. Oh, yeah. people are gonna think you're gay too. So it's just bad. <laughs> anyway, Jason, so, oh, got Kim to laugh. There we go. Jason, thanks so much for being part of the show. Oh, thanks again. for having me. It was great. Oh my it god, really it's so, it's so here. good. It's so good. Hey, let me tell you where I'm gonna be over the uh, the next couple of days tomorrow night after i sober up i'm gonna be at Pittman's <laughs> freight room doing a private show in laconia new hampshire i got friday night off due to a scheduling change i was actually supposed to be up in burlington vermont oh no kidding actually claremont just north of burlington but the agent decided to go oh no 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 that's not the case <laughs> and this was on tuesday he fucking told me anyway <laughs> um but it turns out that the spot I was supposed to do a guest spot Saturday night, which turned into a paid spot, and I'm again back at Lots of Laughs Comedy Lounge in North Andover, and that's where I'm going to be. Um, there's a lot of things, uh, you know, the comedy's really going well, but I want to really point this. Next week is going to be our Thanksgiving Eve show. We had a lot of fun last year on that, um, and I had some technical glitches, but I won't have any technical glitches this year. So join us next week. For the Thanksgiving Eve show, where my guest will be Karen Scalia, my lovely bride. She's going to tell us about some food. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2014. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.